so there are many ways Jesus actually describes who makes it in heaven and who doesn't. Um, like I think of the the parable he kind of gives. Well, it's not really a parable. It's it's a story about Jesus, and it's in Matthew seven twenty one to twenty three, and it directly says, "If you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me." When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, "Truly I tell you." It is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Again, I tell you, it is easier for someone, easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. So we see that when, going back to this identity thing, um, that if your riches are your source, and if something is at the source that isn't God, then heaven isn't the place for you. Put it that way. Heaven isn't the place for you. And some people are fully okay with that. Like, I think I think we don't, this passes by us, but some people fully know all this knowledge and hate the idea that they have to go to eternity being with God the entire time. They would rather be in hell. Yeah. Which yeah. is a scary fact. We, we do kind of just bypass those thoughts. Yeah. Like, like, there are those people. There are those people, those people exist. Which is, Super weird. And often those people will be like, and they they have major directions of God. They think that God is a terrible ruler. He's terrible. He's evil. Even if he did exist, I hate him, mm. um, which they already do, yeah. which is the funny part about it. Um, and they often raise this objection, just like, like, if God, like, if, how does, how can God be sending people to hell who just never knew him? Um, how, where was their choice? And they think that when we ask that question, they ask that question to us, they've stumped us once and for all. When in reality, the Bible talks about it too. It talks about it in Romans 5, verse 13. It says, To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone whose account where there is no law. Basically saying, where there was no Bible for this person, they're not getting judged by this like by the Bible. So that's not saying that if they haven't heard it, it's a different story. And that's what Jesus says in John nine forty one. Jesus said, if you are blind, you will not be guilty of sin. But now you claim you can see, your guilt remains. So now that once the Bible has been exposed to you, when you can claim that you can see without the Bible, your guilt remains. So once you've heard of Jesus' message, like that is it, like the 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 um in, uh, intro I saw the signs by the um, singer I have no clue who it is I've only ever heard that song from Pitch Perfect because <laughs> my friends used to watch the movie a lot um but not like it like like a, it goes like I saw the signs and it opened up my eyes I saw the signs like and so now like that 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 song has been cued for you you see everything now um like you claim to see anything you claim to see stuff now so. Yeah, and you when you firmly reject the Bible, you can you that's what that means. You claim to see. And now your guilt is there, like sin is there now for you. Like it, it you know the law now. And so this isn't like um people who are just like uh these are people who or what's being described here is people who hear the Bible, who are just like you are a sinner, you need to repent. And Jesus loves you, and you need to move on from this and come on this side. When they hear that they're officially like like 
Sin doesn't start existing just in that mode, but now sin is being counted against them now. Right. Because before it talks about that there is a whole different system for people that have never heard. Yeah. But now once you've heard, there is this system now that is in place for you. Um, but you can, con- you can the question should dawn on you right now. Then why should we do that? Why should we put people in this system? Because I can think like, oh, oh, why speak to them? Why, why, why should we do that? Well, that's a question you can kind of have. Um, and the reason why is because when you have God as your source, everything in life gets better. You are now experiencing the fullness of life. You're now experiencing life to the full. You're experiencing love to its fullest. You're experiencing compassion. Experiencing, you're experiencing joy now to its fullest. Why would you not want to share that life with somebody? You're offering a life where they can be better. And they can experience life fuller, happier, all that stuff. But for those people that don't have that option, that's what this is what they get. The other system that God has put in place for them. But we evangelize, and that's why we talk to people about God. Yeah, that is, that is why we do this. Yeah. So, with that out of the way, um, we got to understand this as well: that everybody has sinned. Oh yeah. And we are all imperfect. It says in Matthew. It says in Matthew seven verse thirteen to fourteen. It says we are all like um, paraphrasing here, but we are all imperfect. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's falling like falling short. Romans says it in Romans three. It says in Romans six. That we've all shown, we've all fallen short, and the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. And so we will. And if so, when sin is introduced, you are no longer complete. You no longer have God. God is now. There's a wall between you and God. Yeah. And so when we go to God, we we are now experiencing perfection. So heaven is experiencing the fullness now. You actually being complete. And then hell is now you being complete with all the wrong stuff. It is now you trying to be being complete by your sin which is consuming you and killing you yeah but now heaven is this place where you get completed by god the person who actually made you and you're not being you're being consumed by all the stuff you originally always wanted in life because if you notice we are made in the image of god so if you ever notice that people want love in their life they're striving after the thing that god that they're striving after the thing that god already is yeah yeah god is the source Right. If we're made in the image of God, then we're going to be always striving for him. People want love in their life. That is what God is. Want relationship? That's what God is. They want um, just to be known. God knows you. Mm-hmm. You are perfectly, wonderfully made. You want to know what your value is and have meaning in your life? God is your source of meaning in, all, in your whole life. So that is, what, that is why heaven is so amazing. But people still choose it because they don't like that. They don't like that idea of having to be with God. Like, they want to be their own gods. Oh, which yeah. Is, which is sad. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to understand that you, we are not making it in unless we are being, like, we're unless we're not with God. Like, we're not getting in unless we, like, this... Sin has been washed. has been washed away. Like we have proclaimed, we have proclaimed that Jesus is the Lord of our life, baptized in everything, and we continue to live our life for God. And it's not an acts-based thing. Like, like if if the like the the water of baptism is, it's a symbolic thing. 
it's an actual thing like you live like you're you die to yourself and you raise a new life in christ now but if 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 it were anything like an action you're just going for a dip in water yeah but it's not it's something that is spiritual it is something that is you are legitimately doing um it, it doesn't earn like it is a thing that you are you are stamped with the approval it is like the epitome of just being stamped on your hand and now you get to go inside the fun park mm-hmm. you get to go inside canada's wonderland right um or wherever you're, wherever amusement park where you're from, where you're listening to this from. Yeah, Canada's Wonderland's on top. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and but that is kind of the point. So this is the option that's placed before you. You either choose the place where you become complete, or you choose the place where the idol that you've chosen will now consume you, and you'll be forever incomplete. I think. I think even looking back to something you said earlier, that kind of um, got some thoughts flowing in my own mind was. You can have the things you want outside of outside of Christ. Like like I've I've had great relationships with with people, though although at the same time those relationships were blessed by God. Mm-hmm. Um you can you can be known for for things outside of of how you think God wants it to be. Like for example, I've found my identity in my in my hockey I found, I found, like I said earlier, great relationships. And although even I wouldn't like say those things were from God, they were, but mm-hmm. even those things are just temporary. Like yeah, even if, even if those things lasted me to the end of my life, there's still an end mm-hmm. and I'll be straight up honest. Those things haven't lasted me even a few mm-hmm. years. Like it was, it was very short. Yeah. So, um, I guess getting to the point that. We can have the things that we want. We can go after these things, but is it worth it in the end? Yeah. Is it cost? Yeah, like, for instance, are people... I, I see this a lot. And as guys who are in college... Um, I'm in university, you're in college. Um, people are constantly just wanting to have that love relationship in their life. And I say that dating, that dating, that married relationship in their life, they want to have that. Yeah. That's, that's what they want to have. And they do it at all costs. This is like, that is the end goal. That's the reason why I'm in college or university. Some people will say, just like, so I can have the great career to meet that girl or guy. Um, but that that's, why is that your identity? Why is that your be all end all? That, that's going to fade. You're going to eventually get married and be like, okay, what now? Mm. What's, what's the point of life now? Every, like, um, people assume that Christianity is just a thing that constantly limits what you want to do. That is, when I say that is like the misunderstanding of the century, that is the misunderstanding of the century. Because what Christianity is, it is now teaching you how to fully get all the things that you truly want in life in the way that it was fully designed for you to get. In the first place. In the first place. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like saying to somebody like who has been drinking um, uh, water out of a spoon their entire life. And they'd be like, tell them to drink out of a cup. And they're just like, you are limiting how I want to drink stuff. It's just like, no, I'm showing you how to fully enjoy getting water. How You're to showing drink them a better way. I'm showing you a better way of how to drink stuff. Yeah. Instead of how to do the, this most difficult way where you're not really satisfied and your thirst isn't quenched. I'm going to give you a cup where you can properly drink and properly drink so you can 
have sustenance so you can actually have that thirst quenched now and it's not really work to do so that's actually a great example and so now that now that deals with the the final question of what's the whole one is podcast thing so how do we know who makes it in heaven how do we know who's getting in who's not the 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 big answer to this to this question is we don't know we a big emphasis on we don't know. Like, yeah, like me I, and Justin do not know. <laughs> I can't say. I can't even say for sure. I'm. I'm making it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like I don't know how my life's gonna continue. I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And especially for other people, like I can't say. Oh yeah, I know that that, that yeah. guy. He he's, he'll be there. Like yeah, I like, can't say that. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, but we know the type. Yes. There is we don't know the specific, we don't know the names, but we have God has outlined the type of people that will be there. Like John fourteen twenty one, he hath my commandments and I keepeth them. He is the one who loveth me, and he loveth me shall be loved by my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. So that is the person in, in short form, um uh a person who loves God and loves people. Loves God, meaning like he keeps his commandments, and by keeping his commandments, he loves people. Like Jesus is the Lord of his, like Jesus is the Lord of his that his or her life. That person is their root, their source is God. Everything is stemming out of that. But that is like that is a a thing that it shows in that person's life. Like you know whether that person is for God or not. Yeah, like you know, like it's, it is shown. It's very evident. It's very evident. You don't, you don't have to ask. Does yeah. this person follow God? No, it's, it's just displayed. It's just displayed. And even then, like this is not a person who just goes to church every Sunday. Right. This is a person who lives out his faith beyond a Sunday. It's, it's yeah. It's being a Christian seven days of the week. Seven days a week. Yeah. Seven days a week, um, twenty four hours a day, and it, God is the source of their life. Mm-hmm. And. The thing is that we're going to say God knows who is, who is. And God isn't like, oh, I picked this guy, this guy, this guy. No. It says in Psalm 147 verse 5, He is our great Lord, abundant in power, and his understanding is beyond measure. So he understands where people are at. Like, it's not like this person, like, uh, had a bad day, and that's the day that um, Jesus just decides to return. It's just like, oh my gosh, I just sent up a storm today. It's over. It's just like, no. Like, God understands. Like, God understands. But he looks at, okay, where, who were you living for? Like, where were you at? Um, and uh, we can kind of think, like, okay, was this person living my life for me? Like, were they truly for me? Was, were they truly, did they truly understand who they, who they were in the mix? Um, a great example of this is Luke 23, verse 40 to 43. And I think this one's really famous because it's the famous scripture which people use to be like, for deathbed, um, like confessions or deathbed conversions. Right. But we notice something a little uh, interesting here. And I'll start reading from verse 40. But the other rebuked him saying, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly for we are receiving the due reward for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said to Jesus, Remember me when you go into your king- when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, Today you will be with me in paradise. So giving background here, um, Jesus is on the cross. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's on the cross, he is 
Um, he's been put there by our sins. And this guy who's beside him, there are two guys beside him. One on the other side who's yelling at Jesus, get off the cross. If you're, if you're who you say you are, you're going to get off. Like, mm-hmm. you can do it. Um, like kind of like, like throwing shade. Like, yeah. like throwing doubts at him and stuff like that. But this guy... Something's very different about this guy. What out, like what stands out to you about this guy? Well, he's he's literally about to die. First of all, yep. So I think um, that that in itself stands out. Like this, this is a man who is on the verge of death. But also that he said he says, "Remember me when you come into your kingdom," because that stands out to me because he's like. He's actually asking God in the sense, and he's he's admitting he's admitting to his wrongs. He says, um, "And we indeed justly, for we're receiving the due reward of our deeds." But this man has done nothing wrong. He's acknowledging who Jesus is mm-hmm. with him, and he's also like, he's asking Jesus to remember him. That's yeah. kind of just, yeah. Though he's asking for Jesus to remember him, he's not telling him. Oh God, can you, um, can you push me in? Can I get ahead of the line? And God, I was so great. I know I'm going to see you there. It's just like whoa, 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 whoa. What? That's not what he's saying at all. This guy understood his role. He understood where his role was. He knew. He says, "We are receiving the due reward for our deeds." These guys are like, are on or getting crucified. Yeah. So they under like this guy understood. That what he did was wrong. Yeah. And he should be punished for it. And we can assume this guy is a is another churchgoer. A ch- churchgoer, temper goer. Because he knows who Jesus is. He knows he's the Messiah. He knows who that is. Mm-hmm. And he says to him, um, like, okay, God, I know I'm not worthy. He even states how I'm, we're getting, I'm not worthy to do this. And he says that this guy is worthy, though. This guy does not deserve what he is getting, but we deserve it. Yeah. And he's saying to him, God, I I don't deserve what I know I'm deserving what I'm getting. But God, when you go into your kingdom, can you remember me? Like, remember me, please. And then Jesus replies, I truly say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. This is very different from what we normally hear, from what we think of when it comes to like deathbed confessions. Because usually people on their deathbed are used like Okay, I believe Jesus is Lord of my life at this moment in time. Yeah. Without yeah. being like, having the realization like, man, I was a terrible person. And I like I know I need Jesus to rectify that. Right. And to live my life for God. Not just because I'm dying, but because I realized that like, Jesus is the source. Jesus is who he said he is. But then also saying, um, wow. Um, I like. I do not deserve to be with him, but God, I ask that, like in this moment, that I give myself over to you and to see what ha- to not see what happens, but that I give you that I give you myself and that I trust you with it, and that's kind of what he's saying here, and so we got to take that into understanding, and even understanding that there's some people who I remember this one story of somebody who was about to get baptized, but they died. Um, a study before they could do it. And you probably think to yourself, like, how do I know that guy didn't make it? Mm. How do I know? Well, God understands the heart. 
Yeah. And we used to say before, God is is full of understanding. His understanding is beyond measure. Yeah. And so in First John thirty twenty for First John three twenty. First John three twenty. Thank you. First John thirty twenty. Wow. What? How long is John? Dang. Um. For whenever First John. Yeah. First John three twenty. For whenever our hearts condemn us, God's it, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. So God knows it all. He knows if a person's heart is truly for Him. He knows in deep down in the heart if He is truly their center. Right. And that is the heart that actually desires to want to be with God. Like imagine you're, um, imagine a person's like like in a wedding, they're about to get married and the bride is coming down. At that moment, they will know whether the vows they're about to make, they truly love that person or not. They will know. And just in that same way, they, like, it will be apparent to people around them if they truly know. Yeah. And with that way, you will know. Yeah. Like, like a, we're not, again, we say it before we're not. And, but a person will know in those moments where their heart is at. And in that same way, God who sees everything knows where, if he truly loves them or not, and truly wants to be in relationship with them. Because a person, like, he, like imagine what heaven is. Heaven is the place where you get relationship with God 24-7. Yeah. That place, and, and so that place is where you're with God 24 And I mean 24-7, like God is all around all the time. Only the people who really want to be with God will be there. Yeah. God would never take somebody who doesn't want to be there will be there. Like that would be that would be hell for them. Yeah, it would. It would. It would be hell for them. God is too loving to not do that. And so he hands them over. He hands them over to um their sin so that their fire can consume them cuz in their in their core all they want is their sin. That's yeah. That's one of the best ways I think anyone's put it. Mm-hmm. Around me, at least. Yeah. And so with that, that's one of the things we got to take into account is that, yeah, there are people that will choose God, but they'll choose God because they want to be with God. There's some people that just don't get in and be like, oh, I deserve to be here, but I don't want to be with God, though. That's nuts. That's insane. The reason why that's insane is because why would you... That's like saying, I'm going to... I deserve to get married to somebody, but I don't want to get like I deserve to get married to this person, but I don't love this person at all. Yeah, that, that would be the worst marriage of all time. It would be terrible. It would be it would be the worst. It would be terrible. You'd hate every moment. You actually would. And, and so with that, that's how we got to look at heaven. That's how we got to look at hell as well too. And so that's why we have to show that. And that's and that's kind of like a call to action here. That's why we got to keep showing people God. To show that they can have this opportunity to be with him fully and in a pure way and in a way that satisfies their every desire that people actually have. And so we got to earnestly um, keep showing that to people and help them through that and show God's love to them every single day. And so before we go, um, if you have any questions, if you'd like to hear us uh, talk about uh, more on this podcast, if we even have questions please go to the website linked in our description where you can find out more about us and insert your questions there. Yeah, also uh, to, to add to that, I think 
no question is a bad question. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've, if you've been struggling with something, if there's something that's just been on your mind, on your heart, just, just go ahead and ask it. I think, yeah. like, speaking from, like, my own, like, experiences, you're only hurting yourself and the people around you when you don't speak up. Mm. So, um, I would just like to encourage you to do that. Um, we love, would really love to hear from what you yeah. have to say. And... We, we appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this. Have a great day and God bless you.